0: i'm not kidding because y'all game but i'm gonna get right into it today have y'all do y'all ever wake up and just want to cut everybody off and start completely over or not even start completely over and just cut everybody off and go ghost because that's the energy i'm giving today that's the energy that i'm embodying because i really i'm just once I put the blanket on, we really want to talk. But um, Anyway, welcome back to another episode of Just Jay the Podcast. This is going to be our ninth, no, this is going to be our 10th episode. Next week will be our season finale. I cannot believe season five is damn near over. Um, <clears throat> it was a great season. I think we're talking about a lot of great things. I think, um, like I, I see this every single season, but... I really feel like I'm improving every time I do this like just that extra 1% every episode that just gets better and better is gonna make me so successful one day but I'm just very happy about everything that I'm putting out and all the effort that I've been putting into it even when I don't feel motivated even when I don't feel like doing shit I still be you know putting in the work because I know that consistency is what's going to make me millions you know so let's just catch up real quick shall we um next week is going to be our season finale which is going to air on black friday because thanksgiving is going to be that thursday so next episode we're really going to talk about i really don't even know what the fuck we're going to talk about but it's going to be along the lines of thanksgiving and being thankful for everything that we have in our lives and just showing gratitude i feel like sometimes we often um are so caught up in trying to get to where we're going, that it's very easy for us to forget, to just be still and just be in the moment and enjoy where we are right now. So I think Thanksgiving is that time of year where people, we really should be thankful for our lives and everything that we do all year round, every year. But I think around Thanksgiving time, when you get around with your family members and you know, you have that time to just chill, I think is when we really have the time to reflect and sit back and just, you know, think about everything that we've gone through in that year and just prepare for the next year and all that stuff so let's talk about my life shall we for a little bit and then we'll get into you know the rest of the show first of all grad school is going well i am supposed to i'm on track to graduate next may Woo! can we round of applause for me round of applause because It has been a long long journey and i am first of all in order for me to graduate next may i have to write a thesis paper if you are a college student and you know what a thesis paper is you know that that might be the longest paper you will ever write in your life it's about 30 to 40 pages but my major is criminal justice and i really really have a lot of first of all knowledge but also interest in that so i really feel like i could really do well on it so i'm really not worried about the length of the paper it's just the fact that like who the fuck wants to sit and do a 30 page paper like nobody but when i get that done i will have my degree so that's something that like i'm trying to really just build my build my what am i I trying to say i'm trying to build my How do I say this? I'm trying to prepare myself for that because I know when it's time for me to submit the paper I'm gonna be shitting bricks and like racing but I think when it comes to school I think this is one of the most important things like that college has taught me especially graduate school like be super organized and don't try to sit at the computer and get all your homework done in one sitting. I think if I sit down and actually take time out every week or every day to, you know, add to the paper and write a little by little, it will be something that is easy for me by the end of the semester because I'll have already had done majority of it. So, college, I said this, season one, I have an episode that says, it's called College Aimed for Everybody. Please go back and listen to that episode because that was me in my undergraduate um, journey, just trying to figure it out and trying to, you know, just get through college listen to that episode because i'm gonna do you know what i should do i should do like a part two to that and just really talk about my entire journey like at the end of grad school like i would really want to just talk about everything that i went through that i had to had to do all that but college is not for everybody and what i will say to all of my students out there whether you're in high school whether you're in college if you're going to school, you are going to school. And you are doing something that not a lot of people even have the desire to do or even have the motivation to do or the resources to do. Going to college is something that is so takes a lot of time, takes a lot of money, and that takes a lot of dedication within yourself to really College is first of all, it's going to take mad long. Let me not say mad long. College Four years, that might be a lot for somebody to dedicate to something that they're, not prob- they're probably not going to see immediate success with. You know what I'm saying? Because like, everybody thinks like, oh, a college degree is going to equate to me being rich or having all this money. First of all, you got to find a job to do that. Some people go to college and get degrees and end up working for companies that have nothing to do with what they studied in school that's that's not necessarily a waste of time or money I feel like you should go wherever you're passionate about and whatever makes you feel comfortable some people you know go through their whole life some people go through their whole college experience studying something and then get to the finish line of graduating and realize I don't want to do this I'm not I'm not interested in doing it or they get to almost the finish line and they're like this is not really something that I want to do but I don't already really spent all this time and all this money on this degree in this field and i don't want to do it i'm not going to sit here and go change my whole field now because i have to pay even more money and be in school for even more time so i'm gonna take this degree take it for what it is have that in my back pocket and i'm gonna do something else i have a friend who has a whole degree in i think it's forensic science or something like that and is not interested in doing that and she likes to pursue her clothing brand which is super super cool super super dope and she's very successful at it but that just goes to show that sometimes Sometimes people go to school because that's, like, the societal norm. People, you're often, it's often drilled in your head, especially the high school that we went to. It's drilled in your head, like, you should go to college. What college do you want to go to? College is going to get you a lot of money. You're going to do this, going to do that. So I understand why people do it to please others. But at the same time, for me, this is something that, like, I actually do have interest in both along the journey I have acquired other other talents and other creative outlets and other things that I'm also interested in that could also make me some money so it's like for me college has been yes it's been up and down it's been super super rocky but at the end of the day like I have two degrees at this point and I have also acquired all these skills in the meantime of me getting those two degrees that can make me bread also so I don't know my journey is a little different but To all the students out there, keep going. Don't stop. Don't take a semester off, don't take a year off unless you really, really, truly have to, keep going. Get through that shit as best as you can. It's gonna take a toll on your mental health, it's gonna take a toll on your pockets, it's gonna take a toll on your personal life because it is a lot of fucking work. But if you are a student and you have decided, I'm gonna go to college and I'm gonna better my life, you already won. making that decision already makes you a winner because there are people in this in this world whose school is just not for them and like i said in the episode college ain't for everybody that's okay if school is not for you that's totally fine find what is for you for me and a few of my colleagues school is for us this is our this is our way out this is our way to you know provide for ourselves and build the lives that we've always wanted to have so i think it's been very very hard like i think I underestimated grad school when I was younger, like, oh, I'm gonna go to, first of all, I didn't decide that I wanted to go to grad school until I was about a soft, no, I was probably like a, I was probably a junior in undergrad. It was my, actually it was my senior year because I graduated in three years because I, I um, when I was in high, when I was a junior and a senior in high school, I was already taking college credits because my school had this program Where you could like go to our community college and start your college courses so i did that i'm a super nerd like i've been told y'all so i did that and i only graduated i graduated in three years and got my undergraduate got my bachelor's degree i'm sorry but where was i going with that oh yeah i didn't decide that i wanted to get my master's degree until maybe like the end of my second year so it was it's like my sophomore slash junior year because my junior year was really my senior year but I decided that shit super super late and it was only because I had heard a group of girls in my one of my law classes that was talking about it because my school Fairleigh Dickinson had offered, they have like this program where it's called the 5 plus 1 program where you can, um, no 4 plus 1 program sorry, you go to school for 4 years, get your bachelor's degree and then they give you the opportunity to just um, continue your schooling for an extra year, an extra one year and you can get your master's degree also. I missed the deadline for that. So this whole time I'm like, honestly, if I would have really understood the magnitude of that amazing opportunity when I I first heard about it, I would have jumped on it and I would have had my degree already. But I didn't. I fumbled the bag. I wasn't really focused on my master's degree. I didn't even really think that was something that I wanted to do for real because I would just... Undergrad was not hard for me, for real. It really, really wasn't. It was just the... My entire journey through undergrad was actually pretty dope for real. Like I met a lot of people. I was dorming. Um, I had a job out there. I was going to school. I was doing very, very well for myself. So I think that was one of my pivotal and I learned a lot about independence and living on my own. Like I was by myself completely. So that really gave me a lot of insight on, you know, being a woman and being an adult. So I don't, I don't regret that time ever, but I think I should have just weighed my options more when i was really in the midst of that process because graduate school wasn't something that i was really really considering until like i said i had my friends talking about it and i'm like damn like i would really love to get my master's because i personally feel like and this is something that i had to learn throughout um undergrad like when you when you are a master at something like first of all having a bachelor's degree is wonderful that's amazing not a lot of people have that shit. so the fact that i already had that under my belt is beautiful The fact that you decided to take it a step further and master that curriculum or that area shows that you're you're somebody that's dedicated to one the lifestyle that they want and the field that they are pursuing that takes a lot of time that takes a lot of money that takes a lot of effort and that takes a lot of courage because graduate school is very hard compared to undergrad like it's a lot more writing it's a lot more discussions it's a lot more in depth because at that point when you're when you're studying for your master's degree they they already they're first of all they're treating you with a lot more respect because it's like okay you already got your degree so now we're going to take it up a notch so now we already expect you to know everything that you learned in your undergrad and we're going to apply it and we're going to add it 10 times more It's, it's definitely 10 times harder but it is very very worth it and i just i can't wait for the finish line it's that's the moral of this story I, shout out to everybody going to college, shout out to everybody trying to make a difference in their life, shout out to everybody trying to wake up every day, break up every day and be a better person. It's so hard in this time in our society, it is so hard to, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to put in the work to be who you've always dreamed of being. Everything is so hard and when you're on the journey of trying to Find yourself and develop an individual that you would be proud of it's hard but shout out to everybody trying to get their lives together shout out to everybody trying to go to school shout out to everybody trying to work raise kids whatever you're trying to do shout out to you because life be life and I know it be hard um, I recently started working at my local my it's actually my middle school that I went to so it's actually so crazy Because like I'll be walking down the halls and it's so crazy because me and Khalid went to the same middle school, obviously. Me, Khalid, Zaire, who was on the show, um, Masaya, who I've been talking about forever. We all went to the same middle school and walking around the halls of my job now is like so crazy because it brings back so many memories of so many things that we used to do like it's, it's mind blowing like going back to your old stomping grounds as an adult and like you have much more respect now because you're a staff member you're not like a student you know what i'm saying so it's totally different but it's so great i work in the um special ed department pretty much with the children who a lot of the kids that are in my classroom have autism um one of them has down syndrome one of them have several palsy palsy. um one of them is actually blind well he's deemed legally blind but his vision is very fleeting like he can see certain things but like it's very very complicated and very complex to describe them as a whole but they are beautiful kids that's one thing that i have learned about autistic children through them is that they are so gifted they are such different children and it's like they're not different in a bad way that doesn't mean that they're bad doesn't mean that they're slow none of that like they are very very smart and i think when you hear special ed, I don't really like the word special ed because it kind of, I feel like if you're going to say special ed, say special special education, say the full phrase because special ed to me sounds just like, I don't like it. I don't, I want to say derogatory, but I don't like, I just don't like how it's perceived. I don't like how people use that word as something, as an insult to other people. I don't like it because being in a special education program doesn't make you any less of a human. It doesn't make you any less of a person. So they really, really are special. And I, I work with them every single day. I have this, this little boy in my class that I pretty much watch all day. Like He has cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy. Is that, is that how you say it? I don't know. But basically it's like something in their brain before they are even born is um, underdeveloped or maldeveloped and their muscles and their just their whole body structure is completely different and they don't really have the mobility that we have throughout the day because you know their his left side of his entire body is weaker than his right side so he won't really he won't really do too much movement with his left side unless you encourage him to because i think he's so right dominated that like he just leaves it here so it's just so interesting because they are really really great kids and i think that this has been something that this new opportunity, because like I said, I was unemployed for a very, very long time. So this new opportunity is something that is fun for me. And it's it's really, really cool getting to know these kids and getting to, you know, teach them things and just not make them feel like they're different or they're special or they're, you know what I'm saying? So that's really important. Let's get into this week's Ask J topic, because this one is really, really good. And I'm not Captain bro, let me you ready for this question. You ready for this question again. I keep looking over here. Are you ready for this question? This question says I wrote it down because I wrote some notes with it Period I came prepared today. I wasn't playing with y'all. It says I only have one only one ask Jay question It says what do you do when you don't like your friend's man? whoa, first of all, I felt this before I have felt this before, and I kind of feel this currently too with one of my friends who just got a new man, but let's get into it, shall we? First of all, when you are friends with somebody, right, and you don't like the person that they're with, that is super, super, super hard because I feel like we hold our friends to such a high standard, right? So we often feel like we know what they deserve or we know what they should tolerate or we know like how they should be treated. Rightfully so because we spend a lot of time with these people and we love them. But there's like a very thin line between, you know, it's just that's a very delicate conversation and very very delicate thing in general because That's your friend's man. You can't sit there and tell nobody that they man ain't for them because at the end of the day, if it was me, my man is my man and you're not going to tell me nothing about it. I don't care if you're my friend or not. You feel me? Yes, I value your opinion. But at the end of the day, you can't really, like it's so hard going about this situation. But I feel like number one, as somebody's friend, you may not agree with every decision or every person that they, you know, interact with. But at the end of the day, you got to support them because that's what friendship is like i said you do not have to agree with everything but there has to be some level of it's okay wherever whichever way it goes i might not fuck with him but whichever way it goes i got you i'm here for you you know like i'm gonna let you and you gotta also let people make their own mistakes you might think this man is the biggest piece of shit and he gonna do her dirty every single time you might know that you might feel that you won't have to let her learn that shit on her own you cannot tell nobody to leave no relationship just because you don't feel like it's right for her or you don't feel like he's right for her. That is not your call to make. You got to let everybody learn their own lessons and learn their own, make their own mistakes. But this has definitely happened to me before. And I think, honestly, I can talk about this now because me and her are actually cool again. But <laughs> no Tino no shade. No, no, no. Not like that. But I had a friend that started talking to somebody or started dating somebody and you know when you first start talking to somebody right and you're like just like i remember my me and my ex-boyfriend we really went through this heavy you know when you first start talking to somebody and all of a sudden you gotta deal you gotta fight off his exes and you gotta deal with the all these bitches coming out of nowhere right that's 100 percent like what the situations were when she would come to talk to me right so in my opinion it was like it's way too soon for you to be having all these crazy stories and all these, like, incidents with this man. It's way too soon for that. Like, we only, like, one, two months into this relationship. There's no way we should be starting this off on such a negative note. That was my first red flag. But obviously, as her friend, is like, you know, yes, the, the shit that he's, not, he's doing is completely wrong. But at the end of the day, who the fuck am I to tell you to leave your brand new nigga... That you clearly, you know, want to build with. Like, that's not my place. But I also feel like when shit is crazy in the beginning, it's better for you to get out in the beginning before you get all these feelings and y'all do all this shit together and y'all take it as far as y'all take it. Get out in the beginning. If you if there is anything that you feel like you can't tolerate or you don't deserve or is deemed as a red flag to you in the beginning and it feels like, okay, this is grounds for me to leave this person alone, do it. Do it. I think it's, I think when you ignore red flags and you just be like, all right, fuck it. Like, I'm going to just let that one slide. I'm going to forgive him for this. I'm going to forgive him for that. And you keep the relationship going. You're only adding, like it's, it's only bound for that red flag to illuminate itself down the line in the relationship. Address shit when it happens. And if you feel like this is grounds for you to leave and not fuck with somebody, I also think that's another thing. Like as a woman, you got to know your non-negotiables. Non-negotiables are things that, like, somebody could do to you that you automatically know you're not negotiating on and that you're leaving on. It's important as a woman for you to, for you to know exactly what it is that you will walk away from. That's it. Yes, you know, I was talking to one of my friends a couple days ago and he was like, you know, like, I don't really know what I would do if my girl cheated on me. I've never been in that situation. I can't tell you that I would leave my girl for real. Rightfully so. Everybody is different, but if cheating is a non-negotiable for you, and that's not something that you're going to settle on, and you're going to leave that, leave, if that shit happens, let that be that. Stand on that. Anything that you deem as a non-negotiable for you is a non-negotiable, and that's it. Don't allow nobody to make you feel like you have to forgive nobody for nothing, or none of that. If you don't want to tolerate nothing, it could be as simple as like, him just talking to you in any type of tone and if a nigga raise his voice at me too loud i'm dipping on him and if that's my non-negotiable that's my non-negotiable and i'm off it doesn't matter doesn't fucking matter that's why as a woman you have to know those things that you're not going to tolerate and it's going to take you a lot of you know go through some trials and tribulations and some heartbreaks and some whatever to know that but you got to know them. you got to know them because Anything can happen in a relationship with a nigga. They could be the best nigga ever. It could be the most amazing nigga that you've ever met in your life. She could go left tomorrow. You got to always be prepared and you got to always know my non-negotiables are my non-negotiables. I'm not going to double back on nothing. So I think, where was I going with this? Where was I going with this? Well, yeah, I'll go back to my story. She would tell me, and it's crazy because I remember me, this, this particular friend, and one of our other mutual friends, we were talking, and the mutual friend had said the exact same thing that I was feeling in the moment. She was like, don't make excuses from him already. Like, don't make excuses for him for making you feel some type of way just because this is new and just because you want to see where this could go. No. If he's doing you wrong and if he's doing things that you, number one, would not do to him and don't think you deserve, don't make excuses for him because like I said when you're when you're a good woman anybody should you anybody could go anybody yes that's not saying that you can just cut somebody off and not be upset about it yes you'll probably be very upset if this is your man cool but as as a woman who knows what she brings to the table and knows her intentions and knows that she's a good woman all around anybody could go when it comes to my standards for myself and how I want to be treated anybody could go if you're compromising that There's the door. That's it. I honestly, they ended up breaking up anyway, and she doesn't even fuck with him anymore. But it's just like you have to let them go through that on their own. You don't. You shouldn't have to jump through hoops to be loved properly. I don't think anybody should have to jump through hoops to be loved properly. I think if, like, you know what I'm saying, like that's horrible, especially for women. Like, why do we feel like we have to go through all these things and all this trauma with men? To be loved the right way. No. I'm not with that shit. I'm not one of them bitches. No. Me, personally, I'm one of those people where it's like, if I don't fuck with your man and we are close friends, I'm going to tell you, listen, I don't really fuck with him for you because I just see things that you might not see and I feel a certain type of way that you may not feel. And that's okay. I'm going to still be respectful and be cordial because that's your man. But understand, I'm not going out of my way to be buddy buddy close friends with this guy it's not gonna happen that's not my nigga. that's yours so i can draw that line and very much be the friend in the background that supports you and by default supports him as well but that's that's as far as we're going with it keep it at that and you don't have to bash her man every time she talks about him you don't have to you know be like oh i think you should leave him you should leave him Nah, don't be that don't be that friend because that gives off hater state your opinion and state your concerns and why you have these concerns. He did this to you, this to you, this to you. I've seen you go through this before. I don't even think that that shit should go any further. But if that's what you wanna do, take it there. And if that's the lesson that you have to learn on your own, that's the lesson that you have to learn on your own. That's it. But we always want what's best for our friends. Sometimes we feel like it's not the people that they are with and that's totally fine. But at the end of the day, you gotta differentiate between you just gotta learn that you have to be that support system for them either way it goes and if you don't want them to come into you telling you about the drama that they go through with, with they nigga, cool state that state that but state why as well because I, I just feel like he be putting you through way too much way too soon sis and I'm not fucking with it cool that's not which, which at the least she could do listen if she backfires on you and makes it seem like you are the problem when you just trying to really be a good friend and hold your hold your friend down. Say no more about the nigga. Say no more about the nigga. Say no more about the situation. None of it. That is our Ask J segment for the week. Now we're gonna get into the show. I watched a Um clip on social media a couple days ago. And it was this it was this man and this woman, and he was telling her to say, he was to like, repeat after me, and he was saying, I love my life. And when she went to say it, she kind of got choked up. And he was like, okay, well, why, why, what's wrong? And she was like, I'm not really happy with the way that my life has gone for me, because I had other plans. And I want to elaborate on what he said to her, because it really, really touched me, and it really, really made me think deeply. And I know it will really do something for y'all. How do you know that the plan that you have for yourself is the right plan or is best for you? If you had a plan for your life and it went in a different direction, how do you know that that different direction that it went in wasn't the best for you? I think we often get so down on ourselves because it's like, damn, I wanted to do this, 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 and this in this order and it didn't happen. But then when life actually unfolds, it's like, okay, that plan might've been better for me than the one that I originally had planned for myself. How do you know that the plan that you didn't get to follow through on just wasn't for you? How do you know that? And whatever, if you are at a moment in your life where you feel like you're at a setback or you're not where you want to be, or things are just moving slower than usual, that's a part of the plan everything that we go through is a part of the plan that is destined for us and they often say that when you make plans God laughs a hundred percent I think that's true because who are you to say that you have the you know what's best who are you to say that you have all the answers I think that was so important for me because it's like I said social media or just society in general will really have you thinking that you're not doing enough or really have you thinking that you're not putting in the work that you need to be putting in. And there's a life out there with your name on it and it's already sealed, it's already put in the box, it's already wrapped nicely. It just hasn't been delivered to you yet. Your address is already on it, your name and your address already knows who it's going to. You just don't know when it's going to be delivered. You have to look at life like that. Prepare yourself every day, do little, do little things to make you a better person every day for the bigger picture. Little things, simple things that change your whole day like making your bed every morning, creating a morning routine, or, you know, going on walks at night. Doing that 1% that you try to add to your life every single day is going to add up. You don't have to you don't have to do everything in one shot. You don't have to do everything right in one sitting. No, that 1% every day is going to increase and increase. And eventually get you to where you need to go I think that's another thing like slow progress is still progress I think we often feel like because it's slow we're not doing anything no every day that you wake up and you are doing something whether it's big or small towards your dreams or to make yourself a better person you are progressing we wake up every day and we are totally different people where I'm not the same person that I was yesterday or last week that's how it's supposed to be you change every single day we are constantly evolving constantly healing constantly growing so creating a plan for yourself i this is what i would say create a plan for yourself and do everything that you can to execute it and if there's you know things that don't go according to plan that's okay that doesn't mean your plan is failing that doesn't mean your plan is a failure no there's just certain things in that plan that are not meant to happen for you right now or meant to happen for you later, or it happened in a different way. Even if you are at a point in your life where it's like, damn, I really, really wanted to do this back then, or I really, really wanted to do this whenever. who's to say that it's not going to happen for you later on? Your timing is just not when it's supposed to happen. Everything will find its way to you when it's supposed to. Every You will get your share of everything that you deserve out of this life when you are supposed to, and when you are deserving of that. I think we often, I always say I think we often I feel like that's like the only thing that I fucking say on this show. Like I'm always like I think I think I think no I know that you gotta have faith. Also this is something that I think see you see bitch I also like stop doubting yourself and stop allowing other people to doubt you. I like, to, I like to say this all the time, doubt me so I can make you look stupid. Anybody that has ever doubted me or said that I couldn't do something, I've always done it. I'm one of those women that's I, if I tell you I'm going to do something, it's most likely going to get done. Because I don't I don't like to be somebody that, I don't ever want to be that person that's like, that you look at as, oh, she said she was going to do this and she didn't. Or she always just talking, never no action. Nah, I'm one of them bitches that's really going to tell you what the fuck they're going to do and follow it up with immediate action. And I might even outdo myself. I probably will outdo myself every time. Doubt me so I can make you look stupid. Use, that, use the people that doubt you and use the haters as motivation to really stunt, bro. There's been so many things in my life that like, people have just made seem like, oh, that is so hard to do as a woman. And I bodied it every time, every time. Like, what are you talking about? There's nothing that I cannot do in this life, nothing. Nothing. And I'm going to do everything that I've ever said I wanted to do. I'm literally proving it. Ben said that I wanted to do a podcast. Here we are, five seasons in. Let's really talk about it. I said I wanted to do this podcast in 2019. I didn't have no equipment, no nothing, no platform. I didn't even know what the fuck the name was going to be. Now look at me, five seasons in. Got a whole name, got a whole business, got a whole studio, got a whole everything. Who are you playing with? Not me. I've never been that bitch that's gonna say what say she's gonna do something and not do it ever. Ask about me. I bet you you can never say that. I pride myself. Also, I think that makes you a very respectable person when you say you're gonna do something and you do it, and people really like. Damn, she definitely said she was gonna do that shit and she did. That makes people respect you. Stand on the, what the fuck you say, and if you're not gonna do that shit, don't say it. That was real simple, right? That was a very simple complex com, uh, concept. If you're not gonna do it not going to fulfill it. Don't say it. I was having a conversation last night. There's a lot of people that just like have the have amazing ideas and don't execute them. That is wasting time. And what, what did I say? I said that is wasting time and endless possibilities. We don't even know that our ideas are really like planting seeds. When you have an idea and you speak it out loud, you're planting that seed for that shit to grow and become reality. If you're just planting seeds everywhere and you're not watering it constantly and you're not feeding this plant, how is it supposed to grow? How? How? Wasting time and endless possibilities. Because if you watered that plant consistently, you know what? You know what kind of fruit you would get? You know what? You would be fed for life because you would constantly have things growing. I know. I know. I fucking know. I'm just saying though, Lily. I've been really, really thinking about my move to Atlanta. Um, I know I've been saying this literally the entire time this show has been on air, that I wanted to live in Atlanta. I remember I will never forget this. And I truly, truly feel like when I seen this, this was God's way of telling me, like, be, have patience because it's going to come, right? And now that I'm about to graduate and now that it's time for me to really start making things and putting things into motion, I really, really feel. This is one other thing that I will say, like. When you change how you view your life, right? Let's say if you're somebody that is constantly like, damn, like this is going wrong. This is going wrong. Like life is life and this is hard. If you have such a negative if you are only focused on the negative things in your life, how do you expect the positive things to to have any room to find their place? Once you change the like, damn, I wish this didn't happen or this happened to me. Once you change that and it's it starts to become a, you know what? That happened to me, but it's okay because it had to be for a reason. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. You know, once you change your mindset from negative to positive and you really understand like how powerful your mind is once you realize how powerful your mind is you're not gonna just think about anything once you realize how powerful your the power of the tongue is you're not gonna just be talking about anything once you realize the power that your presence holds you won't just be anywhere so I think once I realized that like okay let me change my perception let me first of all let me understand my purpose let me understand my power and let me just sit in this and be positive and work every single day to be a better person, right? Once you do that, your blessings come in tenfold and you really, I'm at a point in my life where I can really sit back, right? Obviously, I'm doing the work. I'm going to school. I'm doing a podcast. I'm going to work, all this shit. I'm doing the work that needs to be done to be the person that I want to be. But when you are embarking in your power and know your purpose, all you got to do is sit back, continue to work hard and watch your life unfold in front of you. I've told y'all this from way, way before, seasons ago. One thing that I've always said is I do not stress about money because something in me, something deep in my spirit knows that I'm going to be well off. I'm going to be wealthy. I don't stress about it because I know there's that there's one day where I'm going to have an abundance of it. There's going to be one day where I don't ever have to look at my banking app or I don't ever have to know how much i got in the account so that my bills are paid no they them bitches gonna automatically come out and i'm gonna still have mad money in the, in the bank constantly coming in once you once you force yourself to believe that you will be great and you really actually believe that there's nothing you cannot do that's one thing i've always said i'm never gonna stress about money yes i might if i'm in a, if i'm down bad yes obviously you're gonna be stressed obviously you're gonna be like damn what the fuck i'm gonna do but at the end of the day when you're down bad like that, the only way back up is up. So figure that out and put your best foot forward, get you up. Pl- if you are down bad and you' applying for mad jobs and you going on mad interviews, you're not down bad because you're trying to get out of your situation. If you're down bad and you're just sitting there and you're asking people for money and you're doing this and you're doing that, then you're down bad. But if you are actively trying to change your circumstances and change your situation, you're not down bad. You really on a come up. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's why I will never stress about money. And even I was telling my friend Jada this a couple of days ago, who was just on the show recently. Love you, babe. Uh, I was just telling Jada like we were talking about like my career path and what I wanted to do. And I was telling her like honestly like this is probably because of all the work that I've done on myself, but I am not worried. I know that whatever career that I decide to you know step my foot into I'm gonna work my way up and I'm going to be successful I'm not worried about it yes obviously me putting in the work by going to school and researching jobs and looking for careers that interest me yes that is a part of doing the work but once you understand that you are bound to be successful and you Manifest that and you speak that into existence. You will not have to worry about nothing. I don't worry about where If I'm gonna be rich in the next 10 20 years, I know I am I don't worry about if I'm gonna have a really really good paying job in the next Four to five years. I know I am. That's it. You don't have to think you know Change your change the words that you use also. I think or I think I'll be rich one day No, I know I'll be rich one day or I want to be rich one day. No, I will be rich one day. Change the vocabulary you use to talk about yourself or talk about your future. Speak it as if, no, it's going to happen. It will happen. I will have this. I will do this. Don't say, oh, I wish I could do this. Oh, I wish. No. Wishing is for stars. You are not a star. Actually, you are a star. Let me, I'm capping. You are a star, but baby, let's be real. Change your vocabulary. It all starts with how you, it all starts with you. Changing your vocabulary and how you look at the world and how you view yourself is going to have you is going to lead to nothing but an abundant, full life. Abundant, filled life. That is not a word. A life full of abundance. Anyway, back to my story. I went to Atlanta. This was the second time I went. This was last September of 2021. I was riding in the car with my uncle and we had passed a sign, right? And it said, It was a huge butterfly. Y'all know how I feel about butterflies. It's literally my logo. It was a blue butterfly I'll never forget. It was huge on the side of a building. And it literally said, here to stay. I don't know about y'all, but that was so symbolic to me because first of all, the butterfly already had me. And that was around the time where I was just starting to really be like, you know what, I wanna move here. Like it was the idea of moving there was just Something that I had just started playing with. And to see that sign here to stay and it was so vivid, it was so beautiful outside, it was so clear as day. That was a sign. You have to understand what's a sign and what's just something that's a coincidence that you see. Signs are meaningful things. When you see something and it makes you feel some type of way, that's a sign. If you see something and it confirms something in your mind, that's a sign. Signs are only within you because somebody else could have seen that same uh, painting on the side of the wall and been like, wow, that's a nice butterfly. Me, that's it has a totally different meaning than just a butterfly. You know what I'm saying? That's why we're, we're so different as people because what you internalize may not be the same thing that, as what I internalize, but the symbolism of it saying here to stay and being a butterfly was impeccable. Because that's where I want to be, and I consider myself a butterfly. Who is... I'm I'm going to describe myself as this. Right now, right? I'm a caterpillar who is making her cocoon. Actively making her cocoon. Like, working. Really, really working hard to make my cocoon, right? Because I know that very, very soon, I will be... I will blossom into my butterfly that I'm supposed to be. I'm going to let y'all sit with that one. I'm going to let y'all sit with that one. I am a caterpillar right now who... Actually, I'm not even in my cocoon phase yet because I will be in my cocoon phase in, in a couple months when I'm actively really making money because I just got a second job. <laughs> yeah, When I'm actively making money... And Hold on. When i'm actively making money and i'm actively like right about to get my degree that's when my cocoon phase will start because then things will really start to change for me and then i'm gonna blossom into a beautiful butterfly who will in fact be here to stay my life is going to live on forever i have podcast episodes for days for months for years that people will be able to go back and look at and listen to and be like damn she was a wise woman she knew what she wanted to do in this life i have already I've already created my legacy that I'm gonna leave behind at this point. These episodes are gonna be timeless. I'm going to be around forever. They are gonna know me forever. But at the end of the day, I want to create something even greater than just this podcast. I want to create something even greater than what I've already done. And it's I've already done a lot. So let's up the let's up the score. every single year let's up the score. This and also when it comes to my move, right? I think this is why, Like I said, I went out there in 2021 and I was like, you know what? I want to move here. But I I wasn't in the place mentally or financially to even think about actually putting the steps in place to do that, right? Now I am. Now I happen to be in a really, really... I'm not going to say I'm in the best place in my life, but I'm in a place in my life that consists of major growth like major growth right now so it's like New York for me Kyle the jukebox actually talked about this on the episode that I did with him where he was like he felt like he was he exhausted New York of all the resources that it had to offer him I'm getting there I'm getting to that point and it's like okay I don't want to get I don't want to continue to lay back and just chill and just live here for as long as I can you know at this point if I have the means and the resources to go why not do that you know so i'm actively working to fix my credit i'm actively working to save money actively working to look for something in the right places or you know just figure out how to move and how to be an adult and how to be somebody that moves out of state i live in new york right now i'm trying to move to a whole different place that is going to be extremely hard which is why i need to be very educated and very strategic about that entire process also I feel like I'm trying to really heal from a lot of things that I've gone through in this in New York but it's very hard to heal in the places that broke you you know that's very very hard to do and that takes a lot of work but when you're put in this situation that I or the position that I'm in right now you kind of have no choice you know what I'm saying And I don't want to I'm not saying that I want to be fully healed and all this shit when I move but because that's gonna take some time obviously but I want to be in the right headspace as a woman i want to be the woman that can maintain the lifestyle that i'm working so hard for you know what i'm saying i just found a therapist i'm very excited for that i'm probably going to start that up um at the end of after thanksgiving um holidays are coming up it's about to be thanksgiving next thanksgiving is next week can you believe that can you believe we are in november of 2022 when we was just in january like time is flying like this is why it is so important to get in emotion when you feel like you are ready to You know what I'm saying? Like, time is flying. We're about to be in 2023. That is crazy. That is so crazy to say. I'm about to be 23 years old. I'm about to graduate from fucking grad school, from John Jay, from one of the best criminal justice schools in the world. Are you kidding me? Be so for real. That is crazy. That is something, that is a monumental moment that I'm going to have in my life. Like, I already have so many, but that is really going to make me feel like I am on top of the world and I can't wait for it I can't wait to see who I am in the next six months like they really say that you only need six months to really change your lifestyle I cannot wait to see who I am in the next six months because I know she's gonna be an amazing person I'm already amazing but she's gonna be even doper she's gonna be even better she's gonna be even smarter she's gonna be even stronger can't wait to see her can't wait to meet her because I already love myself right now so imagine how much I'm gonna love her you know what I'm saying Ciao. speaking of holidays and christmas christmas is gonna be right Christ thanksgiving is today christmas is next week new year's is the day after next week time is flying so that means we need to start thinking about what we want to put in our new year's resolutions i think i don't think we take new year's resolutions as serious as we should because everybody will write a new year's resolution everybody will say they want to get in the gym they want I worked at the gym I worked at the gym for a very long time I know for a fact that around the new year's around new year's is when gym sales are going to be through the roof because people always put on their new year's resolution I'm gonna get in the gym I'm gonna lose mad weight I'm gonna do this bro you know how much money gyms make around December January February time it's unbelievable and then around March April May shit falls off because niggas they they will they, they will get in the moment they will get in the movement for the first month or so and then after a while it fades away and they don't got the same momentum. That is a that is the problem. We will write New Year's resolutions and work at it for the first month, maybe month and a half of the new year, and then completely fall off. If you won't to dedicate to doing something, do it. Do it. That's why we need to go into this, into this new year with a completely different mindset. We done been through a lot of shit this year a lot so if you want to be the better person that you claim you've always wanted to be that you said you wanted to be last year and the year before that now is the time put things in motion now we are in november and the new year is about to be it's about to go super super quick before you know it will be in 2023 put the things that you want to have in motion now do the work now start researching start doing Start figuring out what it is that you really, really want to do within the next year because I hate that, oh, I got all this momentum in the beginning, in January, February, and then I don't have no momentum by June. That's, that's why. I don't like it. I don't respect it. I don't think it's cool. I think, I used to be one of those people. I used to be one of those people that made a New Year's resolution all the time, every single year, and by, by March, I done completely forgot what the fuck I said I wanted to do. Completely threw that shit away and didn't, haven't even done nothing that I said I wanted to do. I don't like that. That's That's whack. So when you go about making your new year's resolution, and I highly suggest everybody make one, y'all know how I feel about writing things down and putting it on paper. We are all working to get our lives together. We are all working to be better people. Writing that shit down on a piece of paper is going to help you do that and actually following through with it. Don't be somebody that says they're gonna do something and it doesn't do it. And then you be sitting here, oh, I wanna go to the gym January 1st. You go to the gym from, January 1st to like May 2nd and then summer comes around and you don't got the summer body that you claim you wanted in the beginning. So now this whole summer, you not really living your best life because you don't have the body that you said you wanted when you could have worked on it months ago. Don't be that person. Do the fuck, do the shit that you want to do now and make that New Year's resolution so that when New Year's does come around, you can be like, okay, this is what I'm really going to do and I'm going to make a plan and I'm going to execute it. I love y'all see bro I do this every time every single time the episode is over I do the because I really feel like I just had a whole therapy session and I again I did not want to come down here and record that no no tea no shade no offense to y'all I just wasn't into it but yes uh next week when y'all watch next week's episode right which will 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 be the season finale I want you to what I'm whoa I want y'all to have at least three things that you want to put on your New Year's resolution and I want y'all to put them in the comments of next week's episode. Actually, you can put them in the comments of this week's episode too, but I want to know three things you're going to put on your New Year's resolution. That's it. Or tell me two things that you could do every day to change your habits and change your lifestyle. The 1% every day matters. So what is your 1% that you're going to do to contribute to your life every day? I love y'all. I'll see y'all next week for the season finale. Next week is Thanksgiving. I hope y'all eat a lot of food. I hope y'all get super, super fed. I hope y'all be around some great positive energy. I hope y'all just embark in the whole Thanksgiving tradition. I'll see y'all soon, bye. Mm